It's worth dying for, for the greatest country that this world has ever seen. Uh, but now apparently pro-life. The word pro-life is now apparently bad. Uh, this happened on a news interview just the other day. Listen to this. The fact that at the end of the day, she was, as she described herself, pro-life, and that she felt that it was important uh, to vote for these measures despite their uh, potentially politically damaging or politically unappealing um, appearance, if you will, for uh, Garrett, future, let me just, future voters. Let me just interrupt and say that pro-life is a term that they may, that an entire group uh, wants to use, but that is uh, not an accurate description. I'm using it because that's the term she used to describe herself, I understand. Andrea. I understand. Awkward. What, do, what does that even mean? Uh, let me just interrupt and say that pro-life is a term that they, an entire group, want to use, but that's not an accurate description. So now they're trying to take the words pro-life and they're trying to make it, I don't know, like a bad thing or they're trying to make it, uh, uh, you know, pro-lifers are actually anti-life. I'm not really sure, but some of you are probably wondering what this is in regards for. So uh, let me see if I can find Lauren's video. Uh, they took a vote in the House. Hang on. Let me look up Lauren's stuff here. Uh, my good friend Lauren Boebert, uh, Congresswoman in Congress, obviously. God, stupid. <laughs> um, was it on her official account? Hang on. Maybe it was on the representative Lauren Boebert account. Hang on. It's somewhere. Uh, they took a vote on whether or not, um, here it is. Here we go. All right. Listen to this. She explains it better than I can. The house just voted on the born alive survivors protection act. This bill is simple. If any abortion is botched and the baby is born alive, that baby cannot be left for dead, but must receive medical care like any live human being. Sadly, only one Democrat voted for it, while 210 Democrats voted against this bill and want to allow these babies to be left for dead. This is sick. This is radical. This is where the Democrat Party stands today, but it's certainly not where the American people stand. I'll always fight for life of the unborn and the born. I'll always fight for you. Okay, so that's the bill. They put before uh, the House a bill. And, and let's get past the, the, the pro-life, pro-choice thing, right? Everybody knows that I am 1 million percent pro-life, the end. I am a pro-life absolutist. Everybody knows this. Um, so let's get past that. This bill was in regards to, okay, somebody goes in to get an abortion, obviously a very late-term abortion, um, and somehow the baby survives, which happens all the time, all the time. Okay, the conversation was, well, if the woman is trying to have a late-term abortion, she obviously doesn't want the baby. Uh, the hospital uh, shouldn't be, or, you know, the backdoor alley, wherever it is, they're getting this, this horrific late-term abortion done. If the baby survives, should the medical team be required to give medical life-saving care to that baby because that baby survived the botched abortion. So we're way beyond whether or not you think abortion should be legal or not. We're talking about, okay, somebody has done it and a baby survived. Should that baby, since the baby passed through the vaginal canal and that's apparently when Democrats think, you know, that that's when you become a human. Okay. Well now you got a human sitting on the table that survived this botched abortion 
Should the baby be left for dead and just die right there? Or should the medical team be required to save your life? Um, only one Democrat voted yes. 210 Democrats said, nope, kill that baby. Who cares? That baby doesn't matter. Uh, in fact, this was uh, the minority speaker, Hakeem Jeffries, response to this bill. And impose government mandated pregnancies on the American people. That's what their legislation yesterday was all about. Government mandated pregnancies on the American people, which is weird because the bill was about what happens after a baby's born. What, what happens then? Like, like, okay, you tried to kill the baby. The baby survived because the baby's John Wick, right? Shouldn't the medical team be required to then care for that baby? Cause that baby is a human being one American citizen two. And doesn't that baby have the same rights and privileges and freedoms as any other human being walking around on American soil that is an American citizen? The answer is yes. But 210 Democrats voted no. This is good versus evil. The end. January, the most refreshing and frustrating month of the year. You set out with lofty goals, stick to them for two weeks, and then fall right back into your old habits. Well, lucky for you, I have a goal you can accomplish today and feel great about. It's called the protect your family by getting a will goal. And you can check that box in five minutes for as little as $119 at epicwill.com. Oh, yeah. And when you use your promo code Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, you'll save an additional 10%. So I just made it even easier. Do you care about your kids? Do you care about your family? None of us actually think about it until, honestly, it's too late and then they have nothing. Secure your family, secure them by having a living will, a will in case anything were to ever happen to you. If you really care about your family, you need to do this. Think about it. 50% of Americans don't have a will. Choose to be in the smarter 50%. Go to epicwill.com and use the promo code Graham for 10% off. Then you can laugh at your friends who failed to accomplish all their goals knowing that your family is secure. That's epicwill.com, promo code Graham. This, we're way beyond whether or not you think you should be able to have an abortion or not. You already know where I stand. There's no need to talk about that because this is about the most extreme of cases. The most extreme of cases. Super late term abortions that the baby survives. That's a person right there. There's, they, they literally are alive because they survived the abortion. You're sitting there going, well, what are we going to do? This thing didn't die. Like it is a real person. That's what they're voting on. Should we be required to give medical attention and care to this human because the mama doesn't want him or her, him or her. And all but one Democrat voted no, let them die. I just, (laughs) I just have a hard time understanding like whether or not you believe when life, you know, people can argue when life begins, when it doesn't, but in this extreme case, okay, we're, we're past whether or not a woman should have a right to an abortion 
what what the time limit should be, when life begins, et cetera. We're past that. They're talking about one, we already won that, but two, now they're talking the most extreme versions of abortions. The thing that that the left wants you to believe, oh, the Republicans, you know, they're just talking about the most extreme cases. That doesn't really happen. Well, they took it to the floor for a vote. The most extreme barbaric form of abortion you can imagine, that is the baby survives because the baby is alive and the baby is a baby. If that happens, should the medical team be required to give life-saving medical care to that baby so that baby can then be put up for adoption and all these other kind of things? And 99.7%, all but one Democrat voted, let the baby die. I just... Even if you are pro-choice, 99% of pro-choicers I know can't even fathom that. Like, whoa, 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 what? (laughs) Like, wait a minute. The the baby was like fully formed, like breathing, like can survive outside the womb. Like, what? This is these people. And I'm not saying Democrats as a whole, like within our society. I'm saying the people that are voting on Capitol Hill are the most evil, radical, extreme people that you can possibly imagine. All right. The Speaker of the House. Oh, COVID. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Can we just talk about COVID for a minute? Last night, Lisa Lisa Marie Presley, the daughter of Elvis Presley, passed away at 54 years old from what? (gasps) A cardiac arrest. And, and, you know, my sympathies go out to the Presley family. God almighty, Priscilla had to deal with Elvis's death and now her daughter has died before her. I mean, it is unnatural. It's not the way the world's supposed to work. It is truly tragic. And my prayers go out to Priscilla. I I mean, golly, wow. Grant Cardone, one of the richest people in America, most successful real estate moguls in America, just tweeted out today, it's time to stop the vaccines. Halt the vaccines. Something is going on. Ladies and gentlemen, we are past. Where's the proof? Where's the proof of the vaccine hurting people? It's everywhere. People are dying all over the place. High profile people are dying all over the place. People are being caught on camera in NCAA basketball games and soccer games and and news anchors are literally having seizures and strokes in front of the camera. It's happening everywhere. And so if it's being captured in high profile celebrities on national TV, how much more is it happening? And it's not getting reported on. It is happening everywhere. People are dropping like flies. Ladies and gentlemen, today, I have never been more thankful to God that I am unvaccinated. Okay. That, 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 that those of us who stood strong during this and did not get the jab, I am telling you, you are going to live a much longer life than those that did. And I know some people are going to get upset about that, but listen to me. I'm telling you this. I'm not going to talk about the conspiracies of it. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm telling you, and I'm begging you as your friend. I really am. If you took the vaccine because you felt like given the information that they lied to you about, it was the best decision for you and your family. Or your job pressured you to do it and you were unsure how you were going to provide for your family in that regard. Go to the doctor right now. Tell them you want your heart examined. I don't even know what they do for that. 
EKGs. Uh, I don't What's the word? Cat scan. I like, like, I don't even know what it's called. Um, do whatever you have to do. Get your heart looked at now because something is going on, ladies and gentlemen, and it is bad. It is very, 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 very bad. And it is only getting worse. Apparently something is wrong. Something is happening and you cannot tell me that the vaccine is not linking to it. One, I think it's twofold. One, I think COVID, the actual disease, does something to people, puts pressure on their hearts or whatever, and then the vaccine amplifies it and people die. That's what I think. I think we're going to find out that getting COVID puts extra stress on people's hearts, um, which is probably very curable. Because it's just, you know, the aftermath of a disease, kind of like, you know, you can have scarring on your lungs from, you know, horrific pneumonias and stuff like that. But we're going to find out that the vaccines are, are, are killing people. They're, they're stroking people out, man. I, I read an article the other day that said that the triple vaxxed are now 100% more likely, not 100% they're going to die, 100% more likely to die from COVID. And then natural immunity people are 1,000% more likely not to die. <laughs> it is the, one of the greatest lies that has ever been put on our American society. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's untested. Never, never has a vaccine been pushed so quickly on the American people. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If you got the vaccine. You owe it to yourself, to your family, to the people who care about you. Go get yourself checked out immediately because people are dropping everywhere. I'm telling all my friends, all my friends that did it, because I have a lot that did get the jab. A lot of them were in the military and they're scared to death, man. You know, I, I look back on that clip of DeMar Hamlin and not DeMar, but I look at the clip of everyone else on the sideline. And, and huddled around him, their faces. It wasn't just faces of, oh my God, he's dead on the field. Because he was dead. And thankfully, praise God, DeMar Hamlin is going to be, looks like he's going to be okay. But I think he truly is only okay, A, because of the medical staff on hand that resuscitated him, but B, because of the amazing physical shape and condition that he was in, he was able to bounce back from it. But we also don't know if he will ever be the same again. But two, the faces of Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, all these people looking, I truly believe it was a face of, oh my God, what if this is because of the vaccine that they made all of us get? What if that's us? What if we're one hit away from our heart saying, nope, no more? true and utter fear. And, and so I'm not going to get conspiracy with you guys. I'm just going to say that something is wrong and something is happening and you need to go get checked out immediately because it is showing up everywhere and you know, they're trying to hide it. And the fact that they can't hide it shows how bad it actually is. So I plead with you. I'm not judging you. I'm not saying, ooh, you messed up. Ha, ha, ha. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying, okay, you got the jab. Something's going on. You need to go get checked out now. 
preventative, right? Preventative healthcare. You remember that? Remember that? That whole thing? Go now, today. Go get checked out. All right. Moving on. Are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? Yes, that's exactly what's going on. The Biden administration is a dumpster fire and they are destroying everything. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years experiences converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Graham to the number 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, secure your future with gold. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 now. Okay, all right, moving on. Um, <clears throat> the House Speaker race uh, and the performance so far. I promised you guys that I'd talk about the, 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 the Speaker of the House nonsense. And, you know, I'll touch base on a couple things uh, that they've done <clears throat> so far. I think <clears throat> that the Speaker of the House race was a total crock. <laughs> I really do. Uh, I see the pundits coming out and they're like, oh, they held out and they got all these things. And they did. They did. I have a lot of friends. Uh, Anna Paulina, Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates. These are all really close friends of mine. And I applaud them. I really do. I applaud them for sticking it out for McCarthy to agree to these things for oversight, for all this stuff. I, I applaud them for it. It still was politics, right? You've still got Donald Trump calling, begging people to not do this, to switch to McCarthy, et cetera, which again, I don't understand. I talked about this on the Black Rifle podcast with Evan Hafer. McCarthy actively went against Trump during the midterm elections, spent money on candidates that were against Trump's candidates. And Trump's candidates lost. And McCarthy and McConnell's uh, candidates won. And then three weeks later, Trump is like uh, Kevin McCarthy for, for Speaker of the House. What? It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like those, those things don't make any sense. Today, I love Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, I don't understand. And of course, I'm not in those conversations. And so I am not turning on Marjorie Taylor Greene. I love MTG, love Marjorie. Kevin McCarthy is the guy that took her off all the committees. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy hated Marjorie Taylor Greene. And now all of a sudden they're like best friends. Like those are the things that I don't and I never will understand about politicians, right? The guy that got picked over me for Congress, he was an automatic yes vote for Kevin McCarthy. That's why he got picked. That's why the South Carolina GOP wanted him. That's why Trump was pressured to endorse him because they knew that he's going to do whatever they want him to do and he's not going to cause any problems. If I had gotten into Congress, I would have been standing right next to Anna Paulina, Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates, and I probably would have been more obnoxious than all of them. McCarthy, you ain't never getting my vote ever. 
but that's why they fought so hard against me getting in. Either way, McCarthy gets it. Um, and so let's talk about some of the things that they have done immediately. Um, so far, the only things that really have been done is the Pentagon has now officially removed the vaccine mandate. Thank God. We've already talked about all that. If you are in the military and you did get the vaccine, go see a doctor immediately. Again, I'm not going to go deep into that. If you are confused, listen to the previous episode, but you need to go get yourself checked out. Uh, but the work's not done. They need to go back and they need to bring back, if they will come back, all of the service members that were kicked out of the reserves, the active duty, everything. Full back pay <laughs> and honestly, probably a reenlistment bonus on top of it all. And then honestly, I'd, I'd give them a promotion, but that's just, you know, that's just me. Um, they did vote to defund the 87,000 IRS agents, which I am 100% about. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree with, and they are apparently working on a bill that would abolish the IRS and institute a fair tax act, which again, I'm also about, I think the IRS is a scam. I think taxation is fraud theft. Uh, I think, I think it's all ludicrous. I really do. But here's the thing. And here's where I, I'm just going to start to be honest with you guys. Um, it's all a bunch of crap because it's, it, it's not going to happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, even if by some chance they're able to get it through the Senate, Biden's never going to sign this thing. He's never going to sign any of these things. So we can talk about it. But the truth of the matter is Biden already signed into effect the 87,000 IRS agents added to the IRS. So if the house votes to defund it, that's great. But <laughs> the president can veto anything, anything. And, and here's his statement on this right here. Come on. Is this how the house Republicans are starting a new term? Cutting taxes for billionaires, raising taxes for working families, making inflation worse. Well, let me be very clear. If any of these bills make it to my desk, I will veto them. I will flat veto them. I'm right. See my point? So again, and forgive me, maybe I'm just jaded now, but, but, but a lot of it show. A lot of it show for nothing. That's great. That's great. Republicans have the majority in Congress, and we're going to defund the 87,000 new IRS agents. We want to defund the IRS uh, in total, we want to give more money to the American people who have a fair tax credit. The Dems will say that's giving billionaires more money. I say it's giving all of us more money uh, because I am in the same tax bracket as Elon Musk. Okay. I am not anywhere in the same galaxy as Elon Musk, but I'm in the same tax bracket. Yes, it is broken. It is messed up. Something is wrong. But it's never going to happen. And, and, and that's the reality. And, and pundits can sit here and lie to you all they want, but that is just it. They are lies. We don't have control of the Senate. We don't have control of the White House. They can pass as many bills as they want. It doesn't matter. And it's like all of a sudden we've just forgotten that. Like all during the midterm elections, they were like, we have to take the House and we have to take the Senate. And then we have to get through Biden somehow. 
We didn't take the Senate. We barely took the House, and we still don't have control of the White House. Why is everyone all of a sudden just thinking that 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 they're going to be able to do all these? They're not going to be able to do anything. The only thing they're going to be able to do is keep anything else from happening. But they're not going to be able to fix anything. We put a Band-Aid on a massive gash wound that needs surgery immediately. We put a Band-Aid on it. That's what we did. You know, today we voted yes on repealing the 87 or defunding the 87,000 new IRS agents. That's great. But that bill already made it through Senate and it already was signed into law by the president. So what does that actually do? (laughs) The answer is nothing. It does nothing. It's all for show, man. It's all for show. And, and, and I'm not trying to be doom and gloom, but I'm trying to be real with you guys. It's all for show. (laughs) It's not, it's not real. And, and again, I said, my friends, Anna Paulina, Matt Gates, um, Marjorie Taylor green, um, uh, Lauren Boebert. These are close friends of mine in Congress. I believe their hearts are in the right place. I believe they're trying, but the, 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 the hill is too high. It's not going to work. You can have the best patriots in the House of Representatives all you want, but if you don't have the Senate and you don't have the president, you ain't getting nothing done. It's just like impeachment, right? Like you can impeach Joe Biden. Sure, impeach him. Impeach him in the House. But if the Senate don't vote, yeah, impeach him, guess what? It don't matter. (laughs) None of it matters. (laughs) And it's like we just forgot. That we forget that the, 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 the house, the house is just one part of it. <laughs> the house is just one part. And, and so, yeah, the truth is none of, none of it matters. It, it's all show. Now, those people I mentioned, my true friends, I believe their hearts are in the right place and they're doing the right thing. But the end result will still remain the same because there's too much evil. There's too much corruption. I mean, they're literally going against people, as we talked about, that voted that if a baby is born alive after a botched abortion, kill the baby. (laughs) That's who they're going against. (sighs) All right. The biggest bombshell of it all. We got to talk about Biden and the classified documents. Now, three batches of them found in three different locations of classified documents dating back from his vice presidency. And so first of all, I want to talk about the, the, the the people, you know, because we've all said, why hadn't the FBI raided Joe Biden's house yet? And a lot of people were like, well, the reason that Trump got raided was because he wasn't working with the white house. Well, no, Trump acknowledged the entire time. He's like, yeah, I got these documents here. Um, Trump had an approved timeframe uh, for him to hand the documents back over. And then the FBI raided him anyway. So Trump wasn't not working with the white house and with the government and all this stuff. No, they wanted to try to pin something on Donald Trump, which now we know there was nothing there. There was nothing there. It was a raid. It was nothing more than for show. That was it. Here's the thing. I'll tell you why Joe Biden's is worse. Okay. Joe Biden's is worse is because (laughs) Joe Biden hadn't been working with nobody. These classified documents have been at his house since his vice presidency. Okay. 
His vice presidency. Trump was sworn into office in 2016. Joe Biden was vice president in 2008. Okay, it is 2023, people. How is Biden working with the government and Trump wasn't? Oh, and here's the other biggest thing. Whether you think it was shady or not, Donald Trump was the president. The only person that can declassify documents is the president. Simply by speaking a word, that's declassified. The vice president can't do any of that. Can't do any of it. Let's listen to what some people are saying. All right, Democrats are coming out in full force. First of all, The View is coming out in support of Biden over this. Listen to this. Raising these conspiracy theories that now somehow Republicans planted these documents. Here we go. I've never seen a a luckier person than Donald Trump. Just as we're this close to getting him, somehow these documents appear. But here's the thing. Biden is wrong to have done this. He He was in office for 40 years. Well, let's find out what this is first. Again, Mm. one of the things that gets me crazy is before we know, it's already been spun a specific way. I don't want to see that. I want to see someone explain to me, A, how is possible that after all this time, nobody yeah. knew this? Because to me, if you're missing classified information, I don't mean to laugh, but in my house, does, if stuff is missing, I know it's missing. Does it missing. feel like Oppo research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? It's I, not. I think it did originally, but I'm sorry, sorry. but not, not now. Because one of the things, one of the things he's saying is that, you know, some of these, some of the locations where the docs may have been shipped in the transition I may see. have gotten taken and put, but still. I love that. I love that. They want to wait to see what the documents are first before they cast any judgment. Well, did they do that to Donald Trump? No. No. Donald Trump, Donald Trump should have been taken out in handcuffs, remember? Donald Trump should have been in prison the moment that it went down. Remember that? Now, let's see what the White House press secretary has to say about this. He takes classified information and materials seriously. And as we have said, we have cooperated from the moment we informed the archives that a small number of documents were found, and we will continue to cooperate. We have cooperated closely with the Justice Department throughout its review, and we will continue that cooperation with the special counsel. We are confident that a thorough review will show that these documents were inadvertently misplaced and the president and his lawyers acted promptly upon discovering of this mistake. Inadvertently misplaced. And ever since they found out that they were misplaced, they've been working in direct correlation with the federal government. They were displaced since his vice presidency. So you mean to tell me that Biden just had all these documents in his garage next to his Corvette, which, oh, did you hear him like justifying like, oh, it's okay. Uh, my, my, my garage is locked. Listen to this. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, People, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway. By the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Uh, so they're trying to tell me 
that Biden had three batches of documents that they found so far. I wouldn't be surprised if we found a fourth one here. One of the batches is in a locked garage in his next to his Corvette. Another one was in his private office, et cetera. And these classified documents have been there since his vice presidency. You really expect me to believe that they did not know that those classified documents were there. At least Trump admitted, he's like, yeah, they're here. I got them right there. I'm looking at them right now. I'm not giving them to you right this second. I'll give them to you within this allotted amount of time. But yeah, I got them there right here. I see them. You mean to tell me that Joe Biden's just been wandering around his house since 2008 and he just didn't know that these classified documents were in there? It's just like, oh, what's that gigantic pile of documents that says classified on it over in the corner there, Jill? Oh, I don't know. Must be something Hunter brought over. I have no idea. This is the craziest thing to even believe, right? Like, no, absolutely he knew, and absolutely they did. You remember when Donald Trump said, everybody takes stuff. You remember when he said that, and everybody was like, how can you say that? Apparently he was right. But the biggest issue is this. Joe Biden was not the president when he took these classified documents. The only person that can declassify documents is the president of the United States. I think, oh, and then here's one other like really crazy thing. Remember the Hunter Biden laptop and 10% for the big guy and all this other kind of stuff. Guess what? Uh, As of today, this morning, report document shows that Hunter Biden owned Joe Biden's Delaware house in 2018. So at some point, Joe Biden sold his house to Hunter Biden, or they probably did some kind of tax evasion type stuff. (laughs) Hunter Biden owned President Joe Biden's Delaware house in 2018, where the elder Biden has now been discovered to have stashed classified documents. This stuff just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. We talk about Ukraine and all the money going there. We talk about the biggest crypto millionaire or multi-millionaire or billionaire in the world that was the biggest donor to Democrats that was also getting kickbacks from Ukraine. We have unfettered amount of money. Un, 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 we have no accountability of all this money that's going to Ukraine, which we now know was getting transferred back into this crypto billionaire that was the biggest donor into Democrats. We now know that social media, uh, in connection with the government, hid and suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story, which the Hunter Biden laptop story shows um, business dealings between Hunter Biden and China and Ukraine and Russia, where, where, where 10% went to the big guy. And we now know that the big guy was Joe Biden. Now we have Joe Biden, since his vice presidency, has been storing classified documents in his home in Delaware, of which in 2018, Hunter Biden owned the home of which Joe Biden was stashing classified documents. How much more evidence do we have to have to prove to you that Joe Biden has been evil, corrupted from the beginning? He never should have been president. He never should have been able to run for president. The Hunter Biden story should have buried him. And Donald Trump should have won in a landslide in 2020, even without the election being rigged. But this is all strategic. 
And this is all on purpose because Biden has said, oh, I'm running in 2024. I'll be 937 years old, but I'm running. No, you ain't. You ain't running because the Dems don't want you to run because you are a walking disaster. This will bury the Biden family. Now, do I think that Joe Biden's going to go to jail? Absolutely not. He's Joe Biden. He ain't going to jail. Do I think that this will completely and utterly remove his chances to run again? Yes, absolutely. This is strategic. I think that it's not Republicans. It's not some dude in a MAGA hat that jumped over the fence uh, to Joe Biden's house and stashed all these things in his locked garage, by the way. I think that this is being leaked by the Democrat Party because they want Joe Biden gone. They want him gone. Absolutely. <laughs> that is what this is. <sighs> Crazy times, man. Crazy times. It is good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I missed you guys. I hope you missed me. I hope you enjoyed these two episodes on Friday. We are back in full rotation starting next week. We will have episodes like our normal schedule uh, programming. Thank you guys for you know, dealing with the break. Uh, it was much needed on my side. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope it was informative. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you all again next time. <laughs>